Ambitious women entrepreneurs are beginning a movement to create a new way of business that focuses on collaboration and community. Together, we are shaping the way by using our intuition, our inner insight, and our creativity. Join us for inspiration, motivation, and transformation. This is your host, Lucy McMonagle, and this is the Wealthy Wednesday Show. A special thanks to Gordon Reary for creating the music. You can find him on Facebook under Gordon Reary. So now, let's get started. Welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. This is your host, Lucy McMonagle, and today we're going to discover... The truth about the unavailable man. Is it really an epidemic, ladies? Or are all the good men taken? Today we're going to find out by an incredible expert. Her name is Pamela Vandervoort. And she is a dating expert. And she also has a bachelor's degree in communication and a master's degree in spiritual psychology. So Pamela created Dating for True Love to help you date the right person and to make sure that you're not wasting your time dating the good guys, but not the right guys. So let's give a warm welcome to Pamela. Pamela, welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. Hi, Lucy. I'm so excited to be here. I love talking about this because it's just so juicy and it's just so important because people are suffer in dating i mean they really do so i just i find it unnecessary suffering so exactly and there's so many women entrepreneurs that are that are listening to this and they're busy they've got full schedules and sometimes they they might settle for the nice guy the good guy but no one in their heart they're not the right guy. And some of us have this belief system. <laughs> I know I had this belief system when I was younger that all of the good men are taken and they're unavailable. Could mm-hmm. you tell us a little bit, what is this belief system mm-hmm. about what is the unavailable man? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. What an unavailable man really is, is just whenever you want more of a commitment than he's willing to give you. So an unavailable man is in the early stages of dating. If you want a second date, an unavailable man could be, you know, while you're dating and if you want him to call you every day and he doesn't, an unavailable man could be the person you're married to who you just maybe want more intimacy with or more time with or want him to just take out the darn trash, you know? So it's because it's whenever you want more than what he's willing to give you. And of course, during the dating stage, right, when you're navigating that, that weird path from like casually dating into committed, you know, that, that's when it seems to be the most um, prevalent, right, or the most intense or something. So, yeah. Wow. wow. And, and, you know, for me, I never even considered the man who doesn't take out the trash would be unavailable or, or <laughs> in the case where I'm where I'm from, not to say that everybody where I'm from does that, but a lot of the women would talk about, well, he would say that he's going to do this, but then mm-hmm. he never carries through mm-hmm. and he's supposed to fix the sink and it's six mm-hmm. months later. 
So that's yeah. actually a part of the unavailable man. Wow. It is. It is. You know, in my work and in my ebook, Girl's Guide to the Unavailable Man, I focus primarily, you know, on the single part of it. However, at the back, when I go through really details about how to empower him to commit, it's really this, it works the same. It honestly works the same. And this is why I'm so passionate about dating because how you date sets the, the relationship. It creates the relationship, right? So if you date right, you're not going to be dealing with all of those things he, you know, says he's going to do and never does. Whoa. Right. Cause you get that yeah. whole commitment thing all squared away at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's kind of nicer to, you know, maybe it's a little bit more work at the early stages, but then just think of what the rest of your relationship is going to be because we are entrepreneurs, right? Yes. And we're busy. And most of the entrepreneur women I know, it's like, look, if he's not contributing to my life, if he's not adding to my life, if he's like one more thing for me to do, I'd rather be single. I'm happy being alone, right? Mm -hmm. So it's really important to kind of get this whole thing down so that you can be with somebody that you really do feel is your true love, right? Is showing up for you in the way that you want him to. Wow. Wow. That is so crucial. So taking a little bit of extra time in the beginning of the relationship so that you can set the boundaries or set the framework that this mm -hmm. is how I play. Mm -hmm. If you're willing to play, mm -hmm. then we can move forward and get into the more committed relationship. But if you're not, you're not available. And then I'm not going to move forward right. and suffer. Oh, and the suffering that women go through mm -hmm. trying to get the guy to commit. Ooh. Yeah. So you've identified some of the things that make a man unavailable. Can you, can you delve just a tad bit deeper in those? Is there anything oh, yeah. else those ladies need to know about? Oh, yeah. So what I've identified three levels of unavailable man, right? We know the definition, but there's levels. So there's what I call the terminally unavailable man. And that is the man that you just, you can, you don't try, you, nothing you do will ever work. So like exam, I go through a whole, the whole list in my book and I go into like a lot of details about it. So you can like really recognize who he is right away. But um, examples would be married, of course, right? And this is important. Married also means separated. Mm -hmm. separated is still not available. Not if what you want is a loving, committed, happy, healthy, fulfilling relationship, because frankly, he has unfinished business. And even if you're like, I don't want to get married though. I don't care. It doesn't matter. He has unfinished business and whatever is within him to have that unfinished business in that area is always going to be unfinished with you. Yes. Right. So separated is still married. You know, you can, if he's like filed the divorce papers and you're in California or a state like that, and it's the six month waiting period. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> mm. But everything's yeah. like filed, ready to go. You know what I mean? So, um, another one would be, um, addiction, right? Like an, an ad addict, right? Drinking too much, you know, painkillers, whatever addiction. And then one that I hear about a lot from women is, is the narcissist. Oh, 
<laughs> I am totally guilty of being with a narcissist. Yeah, it's I, I don't know. It's like every woman. And here's the interesting thing is that if you look at it statistically, you know, like less than 30% of men, like less than 30% of men are narcissists, right? So it's very oh. strange how everybody sounds like. <laughs> yes. Well, we but, definitely need to straighten up. Huh? <laughs> well, you know, they are tricky. That's the thing is because they're very charismatic. They're very charming. They know how to say the right thing. But, you know, when I go into a little bit, like later, I'll talk about like the ways of, you know, weeding out the unavailable man through the dating process. But basically, the thing about them is that their actions are never in line with their words. Oh, that's a good one. And they have this, but here's the funny thing about narcissists, which when I talk about the skills or whatever, it's, or the ways to sort of find out if somebody's available or not, is that they will tell you the truth though. So if you ask them questions, and I have this whole thing about asking questions that inspire honesty. So if you ask them questions, like they will tell you. And then, and it, it, the reason that women don't is because they don't want to hear it. You like the words, you like the affection, very physically affectionate, very charismatic, very touchy, touchy, lovey, lovey, flatter, flatter, flatter. And they say it with such sincerity because they mean it in the moment. Mm -hmm. But if you ask them, you know, hey, are you, you know, are you seeing anybody else? I'm just curious. You know, if, if we, um, would you be able to make advanced plans with me for the weekend and, and actually be able to spend the weekend with me? They'll be like, no, you know, I don't know, probably not. Maybe, baby, you know, I want to, it's just like, I'm busy. I've got work and I, and I'm doing it all for us. And so, you know, I need you to be supportive because if I work this weekend, it's going to be for us. Mm -hmm. But what do you say? No, I cannot commit to that, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's sneaky. That's really sneaky. That's why narcissists are so hard because you really they way they they believe what they say in the moment, which is where you like we all think, oh, they're liars, but it's not really that simple. Mm -hmm. That's true. So. That's true. Yeah. So, you, so the three levels is completely unavailable. unavailable. Then there's the situationally unavailable man. And okay. that man is available for a relationship for the right person. So this is like when you've mm -hmm. dated a guy for like, say a year, and then he says, you know, I'm just not ready to commit. I'm just, I just don't want to get married right now. And then you like see on Facebook six months later that he's engaged to his next girlfriend. And you were like, wait, I thought you weren't ready for marriage. You know, the truth is that most, most of the people, most men are willing to commit to the right person. And we're all situationally unavailable too, right? Cause you're not going to just go get involved with anybody. Yes. So that, so then there's the situationally unavailable man. And that's the one that I really focus on. You know, mm -hmm. that's the one in the book. And then there's the healed unavailable man. And this can also seem a little tricky because they may have these like patterns of an unavailable man that you'll see on paper, right? Like they've been married and divorced four times. You know, they've never had a serious relationship for longer than three months. You know, they're a recovered alcoholic, 
right? And so that's tricky because you'll get these warning signs and you'll think like, oh, I should, you know, back off from this. But if they're the healed unavailable man, the two keys here is one, he did it himself. Oh. So he put time into his growth single, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like if let's say he's an addict, like Alcoholics Anonymous, they say, you know, stay sober for a year and go through the steps before you date, you know, and then if they have five years under their belt, you know what I mean? So that would be an example. Or if they say, you know, to you candidly, like, yeah, I've never had a relationship longer. In fact, one of my clients was, is with one of these people, right? Healed. He had never had a, he was 40 years old and he had never had a serious relationship. Never. And she was like skeptical, but he said, you know, I went to therapy. I did a lot of work because the truth is I really want a loving committed relationship. And I had to take a look at myself and, and say, why don't I have this? What's going on with me, right? That I don't have this. So that kind of dialogue would be an indicator that Mm -hmm. they're healed. But if they've never had a serious relationship for, and they're, you know, 45 years old and they're like, It's just the women or I'm just busy with work or, um, you know, I just, there's just never been anybody that's interesting to me. Like an outside, a force outside of themselves that's the cause of this situation. Mm -hmm. Then you know they're unavailable. You know they're terminally unavailable and you move on. Because here's the thing. Again, they heal themselves. Wow. You can't be like, oh, but he's got all this great stuff going for him and he just hasn't met the girl and maybe I could help him open his heart. No. (laughs) No. Yeah. No, isn't that a syndrome where you want to change somebody else? Yeah. 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 And, And there's so many of us women who absolutely see the goodness. We see the potential. Yes. All love at the potential. Yes. And but we're not able to get them from here to there. And then we wonder what's wrong with us. Yeah. And it's just a, it's just a trap that will only lead you to have low self-esteem and never get what you want. That's so so true. Yeah. That is so true. So you you talk about the unavailable man and you talk about the situational unavailable, the Mm -hmm. chronic unavailable. And um, is there, anything that can inspire you said that one of the men mm-hmm. if they meet the right person then they'll commit yes how does that work I, you talk is that something inspiring that some of the ladies should be looking for what is yeah, that's that? what i call empowering the unavailable man to commit oh and the way you and and so first i'm going to tell you what you don't do right because okay. often we learn by what we doing what we don't want right or mm-hmm. you know so the first thing you don't want to do is to become a chameleon and uh-huh. that is like that woman that pretends to share his hobbies you know it's like i don't know have you ever had that friend where she's like you know wearing a cowboy hat and loves country western dancing cuz the guy she's dating is like a cowboy but then the next week they don't work out and then she's wearing like the biker jacket and like leather boots because the next guy she's dating is like the biker guy you know? <laughs> so wow. 
have you ever, I've had, I've had lots of friends like that. And I, you know, even myself, like I've been like in the past was a little guilty of like, kind of, Oh, I love sports, you know, (laughs) like whatever. I do love sports, but you know what I mean? Or like, that's my favorite team. So it's really important not to do that because it's sending out a signal. Like I'm not enough for who I am. Mm -hmm. You know, that's true. And so it's really, so don't be a chameleon, you know, be yourself. And the other thing not to do to empower them to commit is to become Miss Perfect, right? Like you're perfect. Everything's perfect. You always want to look perfect. You know, we, yes, we all put our, our good selves first. You know what I mean? Of course. Mm -hmm. But you know, that, that way of when you just, don't want anybody to think there's anything like, you know, everything or, Oh yeah, I did that. You know, just that perfectionist thing. It doesn't work. It's actually very alienating to men. Mm. Um, and another thing that doesn't work is trying to be the cool girl, right? Like sure. I'll go to the strip club with you. I love strip clubs, you know, or like, yeah, go out with your friends and stay out all night and, you know, get totally hammered. Call me at three in the morning. I'll pick you up. No problem. Like, you know, I you, like you, being the cool girl, then they won't respect you. And then you'll be in the friend zone, right? You'll, that's like the booty call girl. That's the friends with benefits girl. So being the cool girl doesn't work either. And the other thing that doesn't work is then the opposite end, which is being like hypervigilant. Like I've been hurt before in the past and I've been cheated on and I never want that to happen again. And so on a date, you're like interviewing them if they've ever cheated on an ex or, you know, you're watching for like warning signs. Like you've been with a narcissist, you're like, is he too charismatic? Is he too charming? Is what he's saying right now a lie? You know, if he pays you a compliment, oh yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. <laughs> so that also doesn't work, right? Like being hyper vigilant. Mm. But what I it's true. Yes. So none of those things, because the first three is like the trying too hard to please or being too perfect. What really works with men is like vulnerability, honesty, you know, showing your feelings. If you feel nervous, say, I'm nervous. Not like, oh, yes, I'm just an excellent dater and I just date all the time and I'm so good at it. You know, it's okay to be like, oh, wow, I'm really nervous right now. Wow. Wow. And, and you mentioned the chameleon. Mm-hmm. What, what does a woman do if she finds out that the person she was dating is actually the chameleon, but <laughs> she's not? Because I've mm-hmm. met some women who who actually had that the, the reverse happen mm. there's something some kind of a tip that you can look for for that or that yeah i mean that that to me just goes into you know my four keys for f- avoiding falling for the unavailable man or the wrong man right i would say that the chameleon person he's obviously just very insecure right yes and so being with somebody who's really insecure is always difficult Mm-hmm. You know, That's it's true. difficult on both ends because you're either you, and like with men and women, if a woman loses respect for a man, it's over. Game is over. Right. Yes. And if a man feels that the woman's lost respect for them, game over. So at the beginning when there's chemistry and it's exciting and you really, really want to be with somebody, 
you know, you, you'll have these blinders on, right? And you won't see the truth that's really there. I mean, almost every woman I know who's extricated themselves from an unavailable man situation has always said the warning signs were there. Yes. The yes. warning signs were there from the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. That is so true. So true. So we're, we're talking about how to avoid mm -hmm. falling in love with mm -hmm. the unavailable man. Yeah. So how, is there any other tips on how do you avoid that? How do you get out of that so that you're not repeating a pattern from maybe your past of falling for unavailable men? Yeah, so the first most important key that nobody ever likes <laughs> is taking it slow. <laughs> yeah, taking it slow. Yeah, and I just have a few things to say about that because it's not just about physical. Yes, physical for sure. You know, mm -hmm. physical for sure. I say 10 dates and six weeks minimum. Mm -hmm. Minimum right? Because it takes that kind of time to get to know somebody. Um, but the other thing about taking it slow is emotionally, like in your own head, take it slow. Because what women do so much is like the imaginary relationship, right? Oh. Like you, you, you meet him and you go on a date and the chemistry's there and you're talking and like the vibe is going. And all of a sudden you're like picturing you guys married, meeting your parents, happily ever after, remodeling the house. Like if you've ever seen that man or that movie, How to Lose a Man in um, 10 Days, it's, oh, but have I you ever seen it? Watch it. <laughs> it is so good. It's so good. It's like all the mistakes that women make. It's hilarious. It's with Kate Hudson. And one mm -hmm. thing she does to try to scare him off is she makes this photo album of like, <laughs> like, you know, pasting like pictures of their kids and stuff and like and then she like has, buys them like matching outfits and stuff you know and he's like oh my god <laughs> it's really hilarious but we do that in our head and the second you do that it's like gestalt right like the whole psycho psychological principle of gestalt where you start to fill in the blanks you start um. to fill in the pieces like you have dots that are shaped as a box you know mm -hmm. and your mind fills in those lines and makes it a box right it's like you see a guy you have chemistry you like him your mind starts to fill in those lines and make him the guy you want him to be so it's really emotional and mental discipline to take it slow in your head too. Wow. And that, that can be very difficult, especially if you, if you like the chemistry, if you like the hormones and the pheromones yeah. and, and you really, and maybe you've been waiting and waiting yes. and waiting for yes. years or days or months or yes. however long. Sometimes that can be difficult if you actually meet somebody who brings up that, uh, that that desire to want to have more so you you've been talking a little bit on the girl's guide to the unavailable man and in your ebook you talk about debunking the myth mm -hmm. about the unavailable man mm -hmm. so what, what do you mean by that and for the audience is there some way they can take a sneak peek at this book so what i mean by debunking the myth is that there are good men out there that 
the, all the good ones are not taken and that truthfully this terminally unavailable man is like I said, it's like 30%, right? It's a small percentage. And if you follow my keys and you follow my communication techniques that are in the book and you do this taking it slow, right? And I, and I talk about a lot of ways to actually do that to, to support you in that, then you really will meet the right guy. It's, it's just that it's and it's really you right it's it's about you because when you've been hurt in the past or if you don't feel safe in the dating process right if you don't trust yourself to date right you're only going to see the unavailable man or you're going to take what a situationally unavailable man says or does and you're going to make him into an unavailable man wow but he, but he might not be, right? Because your own fear or your own, you know, past is going to give you that mirror that you're not seeing clearly, like a projection. But when you feel really confident and when you feel really um, confident in yourself and your ability to take care of yourself, mm -hmm then you will be able to find the right person because they are out there. And so many men that I talk to, they have the same stuff to say about women. In fact, men have some horrible dating stories about women. I can imagine. I can absolutely imagine. You know, and they're just like, wow, are all women just, you know, crazy and just not, you know, because so it's really that when you know that you have a good day, when you have a solid dating plan, right. Mm -hmm. And you feel, and you know that you're going to date in the right way, all of a sudden you feel confident and then the right guys start to show up and you can date some really amazing men on your path to finding the right man. Cause they mm -hmm. are out there. Yeah. Is there, um, is there some way that individuals, how do they get a hold of the girl's guide to the unavailable man debunking the myth? Well, it's on my website, datingfortruelove.com, and there's an unavailable man on the menu bar, and just click on that, and um, that takes you into getting my book. It's totally free. And I also have a quiz, are you a magnet for the unavailable man? Because if you're repeatedly attracting unavailable men, then it's something within you that needs to shift, right? Because you're, you're getting the feedback, right, from life, from the people that you're attracting, that there's something inside of you that needs to shift so that you are available for the right man. Yes, that is so true. So, ladies, if you are listening to this and if you're single, get this book, datingfortruelove.com, and sign up for it. Now, if you're married but you know some single friends, let them know about this because I know that you do not want to see your friends suffering with the chronically unavailable man. 
And if you're married and he's not taking out the trash or fixing the sink, you can grab the book too, because there's some really good tools for communication and stuff in there. Oh, absolutely. So definitely do that too. (laughs) Just because you get it does not mean you're going to get a divorce. It just means that he might take out the trash on time. Yes, yes, yes. You'll learn how to communicate better with your partner, with your mate, so that the frustration for you and for him will be less than Mm -hmm. it has been. So Pamela, we we just got a few more minutes before we wrap up. I just had a couple of more things that I wanted to ask you for the ladies that are in, just listen to this and they just realized, oh my gosh, I'm with a chronically unavailable man. Hmm. Is there any, any way that she can just slip out of it or, (laughs) or that she just has to do work for herself? No, so what I would do is, um, because because if you're in a relationship that's been going on for a little while now, you're in a dance. You guys for sure have your patterns all set up, and there's a dance, right? So you need to just break the pattern, because all when you start, and and it's, and you need to learn how to ask really clearly for what you want in the right way. Mm. Because then you'll ask for what you want very clearly in the right way, And then when they hold, when they don't do it and they don't follow through because they won't, if they're truly terminally unavailable, they will not follow through. Right. And then don't get frustrated and blow up and be like, Oh my God, you never do this. Then you just, then there's ways of communicating where you say, you know, last week you said that we were going to have a date night this week. And then I didn't hear from you or, you know, calling me every day. You say, we're going to call me every day. And then I didn't hear from you. Is there, is there any way, is there a reason? Could you share with me, you know, what happened? I'm just curious. So like give the benefit of the doubt. I noticed you didn't call me. I'm just curious. And then feel like I was just so busy with the work and da, 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 da. Then you can say, well, you know, I just, I really, in order for me to be happy in this relationship, I need you to be able to, to call me every day. Can you do this? Like really calm, like, because see, it's, this is about what you need, right? So if you have all these things in your head that you'd like it to be, he's not going to know that. So pick one thing that you really need and hold him accountable and hold him accountable. And I guarantee you that if he's terminally unavailable at the end of the conversation, after several times, it'll take like four times of him not doing it. I'm just telling you now. You got to have the accountability conversation like four times. He'll just be like, yeah, I just can't do that. And then you are going to have this peace within yourself because if you're hanging on to a relationship, it's because there's some piece of you that keeps thinking maybe it will change. That's the only reason you're hanging on or you're afraid to be alone. But even if it's you're afraid to be alone, your mind is telling you that you think it could change, Mm -hmm. right? So if you do pick this one thing you need, ask for at least four times, really calm, holding accountable, then you will see that he'll never do it. And then the story in your mind about him changing will dissipate. And then you'll only be left with, oh my God, I'm afraid to be alone. Or, oh my God, I'm afraid there's nobody else out there or whatever your fear is. But that's about you. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. Wow. And so then you can say, I'm going to give into my fear and stay with this person, but at least you know what you're getting into and that you're never going to get it any better than this and it will never change. 
Wow, Pamela, that is so much gold right there. I mean, that's just real gold. And it's really about being accountable for you for speaking your truth calmly mm-hmm. and, and specifying this is what I need because the men, they might have a connection with you, but they're not mind readers. Never. And they might they might do some things that you think you want them to do and they do it. And so that kind of creates this, this belief that, well, they just it's obvious. And I've, yeah. I've had some friends that tell me that, you know, their ex their ex-husband should have known better because it was obvious, but she would never tell them. And so thank you for clarifying that. I, you have probably saved so many women for suffering for years and years where they can just nip it into the bud, really know what they're dealing with. So Pamela, is there any last tips that you'd like to leave our audience with? I, I would love to keep you on for several, several more hours, but I do have to respect your time and, and make right. sure I respect my audience's time. The only thing I have to say is that if you are single and you want to have a happy, healthy, fulfilling, committed relationship, it's, it takes a little bit of work on your part, right? Because this is a unique, special relationship, right? We know that, you know, 10% of the people have all of the money in the world and 10%, you know, this is the top 10% relationship that you're looking for, right? So if you're like, if you're single, especially if you're single and older, it means that you don't want to settle. You want something special and unique. So that's not just going to like happen. You know, your business didn't just happen. All the entrepreneur women, their business didn't just happen. We all put a lot of work into our businesses. Yes. We we know the groundwork that went into building this business. Well, guess what, ladies? It's the same for relationships. Mm-hmm. it's the same. So if it's something that you want, it's totally doable. It's totally, people are having the most amazing relationships and most of them are meeting them forties, fifties, sixties, right? The right. most amazing relationships, but they all did groundwork. So if where you start is this book, awesome. It's free. Grab it. I think you'll get a lot of good groundwork there. But don't stop there if this is something that you really want in your heart. That is so incredibly true. And I absolutely love the way you presented this because you actually specify what to look for, what not to look for, what's chronically unavailable, what's situationally unavailable. And and there's so many dating experts and so many expert books out there that they all they talk about is you have to fix you in order to date the right person. But you're talking about, you're giving the actual concrete information that women need so that they can communicate effectively so they can see what they want and what they don't. So thank you, Pamela. Well, thank for being you. Here. Thank um, you. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yes, absolutely. So I'd like to say thank you to my guest. I am Lucy McMonagle, and I'm so excited that you are listening to another edition of the Wealthy Wednesday Show, and it is my goal that you received what you wanted from the show, so please go to our Facebook at facebook.com slash Wealthy Wednesday Show. Let me know what you liked about the show. Let me know if 
you would like any particular topics on. And also, if you really like this, please make sure you go to Pamela's website, get her free book, find her on social media, friend her, take her, follow her. Mm -hmm. She will help you find the true relationship, the top 10% relationship so that you are no longer settling. So until next time, abundant blessings. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Wealthy Wednesday Show. This is your host, Lucy McMonagle, and I would love to keep in touch with you by giving you a very special gift that will help you move your business and your life forward. You can access this special gift I am giving to you at my website at lucymcmonagle.com. That's L-U-C-I-M-C-M-O-N-A-G-L-E.com for keeping in touch with me and getting access to a gift that will help you move your business and life forward. Until next time, abundant blessings.